2: the city Engage all defenses And get this man a shield
0: Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe But this does put a smile on my face. Old school at the movies, you want to stop shop for all your movie-related news. I'm your host, Mr. Old School. Before we get to the panel this week, let's get it to the contact information. OldschoolMovies.net is site so we can listen, download, and subscribe to the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us directly. Don't be shy. OldschoolMovies2 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at oldmovies.net. That is old movies, D-O-T-Net, hashtag O-S-A-T-M. And if I sound a little different this week, I am actually on my phone. Heavyset is recording. This is a special review of Avengers Infinity War, right? Did I get that right? I know it's Avengers. Avengers. Um, we just finished watching it. Well, I did anyways. Carp watched it uh, on Friday, I believe, and Heavyset has watched it about 15 times already. Um, our panel this, this week, as per usual, as Carp would say, Mr. Heavy Set.
2: did you say we won't spoil anything? Because that's what this episode's going to be all about. If you haven't seen it, spoilers. Oh
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. If you, yeah, if you're gonna watch it this week and you're you wanted like a generic review, that is not happening. We are going very detailed um, about the movie plot, fucking spoilers, talking about everything that's happening. So if that's the case, turn this off right now because we will spoil the shit out of it and listen to this review. Once you've finished watching the movie. Heavy set, thanks for being on. As well, we have our dude, where's my car? No, hold on. What's the new one? Dread it. Run from it. Where's my car, dude?
1: First of all, gimmick infringement. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that. Second, you told people to turn it off before you introduced me. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: sorry. I feel like such an asshole, but it's great. It's <laughs> the f- fuck introducing carp? Just turn it off. He's garbage. Don't worry. The romance is still alive. We're good. All right. I mean, where do we start? You know, like I... Do we do a generic review, one of um, us, or do we just talk about different I, parts of the movie?
1: I think this is where you should finally come at it and admit yep. how much better Marvel is.
2: Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm going to run to the kitchen really quick. I got a fresh plate of crow in the oven. I'm, I'm going to pull it out and, <laughs> and, and, and serve it All up right. for you. Uh, what, what type of sauce would you like on it? Or are you, <laughs> okay, you, you going to go plain?
0: Um, yeah, I'm going to have to eat it because I will admit that this is – and i'm i'm not kidding this is the best superhero movie i've ever seen and that's talking the three nolan batman's best movie for superhero comic whatever that i've ever fucking seen it was mind blowing it 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 just i don't even know where to fucking start um i guess we'll start on the numbers right cuz we were doing some predictions let's just start basic with the numbers Apparently grossing 250 domestic and over 600 heavy?
2: I do believe worldwide? I do believe that's what it is. I'm going to pull up the numbers really quick. It's it's fucking nuts.
1: 630 worldwide.
0: And that's how many theaters? 4000?
1: Uh well, domestic was 4474 theaters, pulling wow. in an average of 55,878.
0: Holy, <laughs> Holy shit. That's mental. That's like every theater in the fucking North America, and it's still made fifty thousand a theater. That is mental. But I mean, just the hype for this movie. Heavy's mentioning that you know the uh, over several episodes, the ten year build, yeah, all the publicity that's been happening, and a lot of it's organic. You don't even have to do many ads with this, just because everybody knew exactly when this movie was coming out. I mean, the build is ridiculous. Okay, so the thing it's is, though, obviously. Not
2: everybody was prepared for this. The funny thing is, is watching a lot of you know reactions to it on Facebook and whatnot. I've, you know, I've got a couple people who are like, uh, I'm going to actually try to pull up these as, as I speak. Because there, there was two friends in particular that made comments. And I'm just like, really? One of them, who is somewhat into to comic book movies. Oddly enough, both of these are female. Nothing sexist about that. But they were both females. One, I, I know she does like comic book movies. So I don't understand this qu- uh, statement from her. I just spent two hours of my life watching the worst cliffhanger ever. What the fuck? And then there was another friend of mine who said, really disappointed in Avengers Infinity War. Great in the beginning and middle, but they could have done a lot better at the end. And I'm just like, no. Oh my God.
0: You know what this is? You know what that is? It is escapism and people wanting everything to leave on a happy high note. Yeah. Which is ruining movies. And that's... Why? I wasn't a fan of a lot of these solo Marvel movies because, you know, like people say they want something different. They want to be entertained. They want to be shocked. You can't be shocked when the good guy wins all the time and it's fucking rose petals and everything's nice and everything's happy. Obviously, we've seen in this movie that didn't happen. A lot of people fucking died, you know, and will that change a bit, you know, because this is a two parter, right? Yeah. I think, still, I think go ahead.
2: that's why they didn't say that this was a two-parter because there's a certain expectation like oh everything's gonna pan out and they wanted to get rid of the, of the criticism from all these movies that you know split up into two because a lot of people think that's a cash grab oh you make X amount for two movies because people who've seen the first one are gonna want to see the second movie so you're trying to double up your money on one story for some movies I can get that but this is coming from comic books and maybe they, they had to over these last 10 years get people used to to all these heroes so they can start adding in some of those comic book tropes to where yeah you're going to end your story with something happening like this like one of my some of my favorite movie endings have ended on cliffhangers that leave everything up in the air and one of my favorites is Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Because at the end, when uh, they reveal Barbosa's alive, and there's all this other shit, and I'm, like, oh, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the next movie now. I didn't get the same feeling in 3. So that'll be a big question whether Avengers 4 can translate, but all these movies have ended happy, happy, happy. Now, they're giving you a two-part ending without giving you the exact title, part 1 and part 2. And I think one reason why they did that not just because of the, oh, let's get away from all the criticism that's involved with all that. They have the part of captain marvel that's going to be play a filler in between and i think it's going to help tell the story they're they're starting to bridge the gap between movie to movie differently now that they have all these different franchises have officially come together for one even though they've all been you know part Question. of the MCU, but this is the first yeah. like boom everybody one movie so how the fuck
0: does this affect every movie coming going forward like is the other one coming up before all these major movies, the solo movies, is it going to be, is going to follow Canon? Like obviously a lot of these guys have quote unquote died, right? Like, well,
2: You basically, you have Avengers 4 next year, though. We're pretty much one year away from that. So start your countdown clock. Then in between that, we have later this summer, Ant-Man and Wasp, which I'm really looking forward to. And something that Carper and I were talking about earlier was we think that, or at least I think that this is going to take place right around the time of Infinity War. And then like maybe like right before everything happens. And then you're going to see in a post-credit scene, I'm guessing the Wasp. Disappear, and I think that will bring. know well, because both, oh, wow. both of them are going to be on Infinity War. So I think some. I think you're going to see a couple people disappear in Ant-Man and Wasp because like I, 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 like I said I know both of them are going to be in uh, Avengers 4 I should say so they have all that going on that movie's coming up we'll find out the timeline later but no, nothing of them was obviously touched in this movie then we have Captain Marvel which is supposed to take place in the 90s so it won't affect anybody in this storyline but they're probably going to explain where the hell she's been in all these, all these movies I think there's there's a reason why that she is the the, the particular protocol that she is like oh like we have to, we have to call her now. So that's what we have. And you would figure we're going to have things figured out a year from now because they're going to start pumping okay. up those movies, and we're gonna. And there almost has to be time travel. And I think it it might have to do with yeah. Captain Marvel in the past trying to fix things throughout oh, the that's series. So
0: good, yeah, heavy man. Like I almost. Wish I had a time machine so I could talk to my past self and say "Shut the fuck up" with the all this Marvel shitting on it. You know what I mean? Because they ju- all the, it's almost like they listened to everything I didn't like and they just said, "Okay, let's do this." Yeah, yeah, sounds good.
2: And you're not the only person I heard that was like, "Oh, so and so should have died in Civil War." Like, I actually had a friend of mine, my best friend, said that Captain America should have died. And it's like, yeah, I understand why he should have, but there's going to be more story to tell between these next two movies, and they want these big deaths to hit. They want them to hit hard, so they're putting them all in one movie. Granted, if you had Captain America Die Then... And another thing too. This is I really want people to think about this. You want Captain America or even or Iron Man to die in Civil War? Why? Why would one of the Avengers kill them? Like kill another Avenger? The and something I I think I said in the preview episode was the reason why Captain America and Iron Man are going to live is because there has to be a hug it out moment there has to be that moment where it's like I'm sorry for this Tony I'm sorry for this Steve let's go back to what we were doing we're good yeah. we're great at, we're 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 so good together that maybe sometimes we clash but we're so good at defending the earth yeah so there, there has to be that
1: moment what i mean i bet you it, you know it's the classic empire strikes back ending bad guy wins and i bet you star wars caught the exact same fucking flack back in 1980 oh,
0: anybody me. who shits on this because of the ending is a fucking asshole so like, i went, I,
1: I, right, went I went with watsuki and the end happens and everybody turns to dust and i look over and his eyes are just wide open and he's like i was not expecting that I'm like well what do you mean he's like Everybody died. I'm like, well... He's like, but but you don't kill off that many people. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. almost everybody yeah. died. It was unbelievable. You know, there's people who are like, oh, why would Strange not let Iron Man die? Did you not catch the part where he saw 14 different million possibilities and only one chance that they won? Yeah. Guess what? He probably saw that in that one. Yeah. You know, people's complaints about this movie are fucking stupid. Yeah.
0: No, it's just because again, rose-colored glasses. They want everything fucking safe and happy, but that doesn't make for exciting films. Something like Thanos killing every like half of the fucking population, half of the Avengers, and just sitting there on a fucking hill with that dark, creepy music, saying, "I did it," and everybody else is fucked. Like that's the way you fucking end a movie. Like everybody just see everybody's reaction to it blew my. Fu- I'm just sitting there like. This is the Arlington Road of Marvel. I fucking love it.
2: The funny thing with me is... Like a lot of, I've heard like a lot of people crying in movie theaters and uh, just people being shocked walking out. Literally the whole time, like I was smiling. I had one moment that I will openly admit I kind of teared up a little bit. But it was just when they actually showed Avengers Infinity War title screen. Because I had been waiting for this for so long and to see it on the big screen in front of me, it was just overcome with emotion. I didn't like weep. It was just like I, I felt my eyes. Tear up a little bit. I'm just like, yes, yeah, this is gonna be so awesome. But I spent most of the movie just nodding my head, like, like everything with Loki. I was like, yep, yep, yep. yep yeah, Dead yeah, him dying yep, right away. Okay. Yeah, oh, called it. Oh, yep. Once I saw it
0: happen, I'm like, yeah, heavy set called it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's and great. then, um, I thought with the Gamora whole Gamora
0: too. You called Gamora. Well.
2: On on that, whenever she told Peter Quill, like, oh, just kill me, I thought she knew about how you had to sacrifice someone you love for the soul stone. So I was like, okay, you know, hey, kill me because he loves me and I, I can't let, allow him to get the soul stone. That's the only way we could do it. No, it's the fact that she knew where it was. So there's literally like... The moment where they're up on on that mountain, which huge pop, huge pop for me for Red Skull.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I was good to say. I'm like, how much did you guys mark out? As soon as I heard the voice, I'm like, man, that sounds really fucking familiar. And then they show him. I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah. Like I marked out hard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So great. Whenever they're on, they're on that mountain, and you know, Red Skull is explaining, "Hey, that you have to sacrifice someone you love," and they show Gamora laughing, and I'm like, "Why are you laughing, bitch? You dead?" <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of like what I've been saying. Thanos had very few lines going into this movie, and one of them was my favorite daughter, Gamora. And I was like, "Ugh, that's that that was to me was a big indicator." And of course, yep, she dies. And she, I mean, she's going to be one of the people that finds a way to come back. Don't know fucking how. And that, that's going to be other interesting to see is see how some of these people come back because they're going to be able to rewrite history. And one thing I think this will also do while they're rewriting history, because they'll have it rewritten by summer of 2019. Just when the Fox Disney merger is expected to go through. That's pretty convenient because now everything mm-hmm. is rewritten and you can easily bring people in because it's all of a sudden, well, why weren't they in these movies before? Oh, because... They weren't around, or this is how. The yeah, Captain Marvel to had to
0: fix that shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, and whether it be also too with the, the like the Reality Stone and all that kind of stuff.
1: I mean, yeah, the the thing is in the comic book. Bu- I know you know, oh, you don't use the comic books, but they used a lot of the comic book. You know, there's potential of, of bringing in. I know they're supposed to save him for Guardians Three, but you never know. They could bring in Adam Warlock, who was a huge part of the Infinity Stones uh, storyline. Uh, you could bring in Reed Richards finally because he was over, you know, with Fox. Uh, yeah, Fox. You know, Fantastic Four is now owned by Disney Marvel. You can bring over all these guys who are critical to that storyline in the comic books to you know fix things. So
2: a lot of that would be post right. uh, Avengers Four because it's not expected to go through until the summer and they need the rights to it. But I think in the background, what we're seeing, what we're not seeing right now, I think in the background, they're working on those movies, but shit will not be announced until the, that goes through. And they're going to go, Oh, by the way, um, we were, we're working, we have been working on these and these are the movies coming out.
1: So there's fucking background noise here. Go ahead. let it be for a bit. Plus, I mean with, uh, after Avengers four, they can, if they want to continue like the storylines, they could do the secret wars, which was another huge Marvel storyline where they crossed over everybody.
2: Yeah. Like, actually i thought that's what avengers 4 was supposed to be called secret wars but i'm not i'm not sure now
1: yeah i mean all in all like the comic the comedy of it was good and it wasn't too much right
2: like it was perfectly
0: timed it's not over the top comedy It it was it was just enough to get like a quick laugh in there you know all of it was so well like not even that a tiny bit of shaky cam not over the top the comedy was not over the 3d Like was seamless. I didn't get. I usually always get headaches when I watch the. I don't know if it was post converter or if it was native. Maybe it was native, but it was just seamless. Like you didn't even really. It wasn't obvious three D. It was just just enough. It was fucking
2: perfect the one line that i want to mention that hasn't got enough love cuz i i did go see it twice and i'll talk about that in a second but there was a line from rocket raccoon when they're in the spaceship with thor or the the, the milano i should say and you know peter quill's talking about how you know that's it you know i'm going to i'm going to get a boflex i'm going to commit i'm going to get some dumbbells there's a line that didn't get last at either screenings that i seen where it was rocket raccoon saying really quick you know, you can't eat dumbbells. Like <laughs> yeah. I laugh both times and I'm like, really? Because I mean, that's that's some of the like comedy that I really enjoy, because like I'll do it in podcasts sometimes, especially like when we used to do the live impact players back in the day. For those who listen to that show, there'd be times I'd say something really quick and people wouldn't catch it. And then they go back and and they're like, I didn't even know you said that. I'm like, yep, that's sometimes what I do.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. I love that. So Avengers was filmed in 2D and as well with IMAX 3D. Yes. OK, and that's why case- two ways. It was, they tell me it was so, the 3D, shit. and
0: that's probably since Avatar that I really actually enjoyed 3D in a movie. And usually, purposely, I'll go out of my way to not watch it because I don't fucking like it. It's cheesy, gives me a headache. This I have nothing bad to say, but anything the fucking and like everybody shut up around us, and there was no like anti-carp fucking moment where people talked or people kicked their seat. Like, everybody's well-behaved. Uh, the 3D was great. Uh, the fuck, it's just everything. The popcorn was fucking good. Like, there's nothing bad at all. Like, can we talk about Thanos too? Like, Thanos, possibly best villain in
2: history? Possibly. I love, I mean I I mean I'm I'm very partial to him so yeah I, I got nothing else to say
1: The thing is it's not like he's doing it for evil intent he wants to yeah. balance like you know it's a little megalomaniac what he's doing but,
2: but he, yeah it, he truly it, believes that he's doing the right thing Yeah Oh that actually gave me one hole in the movie he sit there he he tells Gamora how like oh your home planet you know you everybody used to be poor and scrapping for food now it's a paradise uh in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 When they're doing the rap sheet on everybody and I will learn that lineup and they they give you all the information. Gamora is the last of her kind. According to that, so that's something I'm trying to like figure out. Is it like people think that she's the last of her kind? But I figure in something as a a you know a database on on uh, uh well what the fuck planet is that? I want to say you know the, well the Novacore when they had all that information they uh marked her down as the last of her kind. But according to that, like oh no, half the people have lived and it's a paradise now. Is it a paradise now where nobody's allowed in and nobody's allowed out? Like what's what's up with that?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure know. what that's about. That's yeah. fucking weird. I I even pay attention to that. Um, it's,
2: I there's there's a couple things that I caught nitpickingly, but it's not like oh my god, this take take away from the movie. My rating flat out, uh ten out of ten, five star, go yeah. see. I even like I've, I've halfway it's tempted just... doing the melter scale and say, you know what, six stars, motherfuckers.
1: So but, uh how much did you guys enjoy how the tallest person in the film is actually a midget in real life?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that.
0: You know, I'm not even a Game of Thrones fan, and when I saw that, I started marking out. <laughs> Well, I thought it was great. Well, I thought that was fucking great.
2: I knew Peter Dinglich had a part in the movie because that's something that was actually talked about a lot the week of. Like, oh, what, what is he supposed to be? And then as soon as they talked about the dwarf, I'm like, oh, it's going to be him. And then when he turns out to be this freaking giant, I'm like, okay, that's funny. The... One of the other nitpicks I was going to br- bring up is the fact that when Hulk gets to the gets to New York, he tells everybody, "Oh, freaking Thanos has the Space Stone and the Power Stone." And I'm like, "How do you know he has the Space Stone? You weren't there." He was I am correct, he was gone before he got the Tesseract.
0: Yeah, I didn't catch that.
2: I caught it's some of the things. That, it, maybe it's just watching a, a lot of things, or just maybe just being trying to pay a lot of attention it, to the movie. I think it's because you're so invested in it. Yeah. I mean, so when, you know, when, it's when, been, when yeah. he said that, I was like, "Motherfucker, how do you know?" But like, I don't think it didn't take away anything for the movie. It could easily go. Oh. It was it was an assumption, but at the same time, I like I said, I don't think Loki even had it pulled out yet. How, or no, he did, did no he did. Like, he, uh, oh, correction, Thanos correction. Generals. Hold on, correction. He did have it out. Because that's when Hulk, <laughs> we have a Hulk line. Which, before we get to that, that whole aspect, I love anything we've had lately with Loki being able to turn the tides. Like, he gets me on the other side of Thor getting beat up. And then we get, we have a Hulk, and, you know, he gets to watch Hulk beat up somebody else. Well, attempt to. Okay, Black Order.
1: Yeah, Ebony Ebony Maw. Amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, loved Ebony Ma.
1: <laughs> he, you know, kind of gets taken, well, the whole Peter, uh, Iron Spider I marked out for hard, too, because I wasn't expecting that at first. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but it's the whole, have you guys ever seen this movie Aliens? <laughs> I'm like, no, they're not going to. Yep, that's what they did.
0: (laughs) How awesome is that? They bring like a pop culture reference and then fucking take the guy out using the idea from a movie. That's fucking genius, man. I love that. Did, I love uh, that,
2: man. They did the same thing in Civil War. They did the whole. Remember that old movie, Empire Strikes Back. Ironically, according to the I, end of this I, movie, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. with the whole uh, AT-AT walker, I believe it is. Or but is it, that what it just, the, rem- no, or whatever.
0: It, it, it just remind, but it was so like anticlimactic too. Just like they just blow a hole and he dies like the two end. seconds later. But uh, that's that's what I. It just the whole thing, man. Even the ending. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. The ending. This is the CM Punk. Winning the, uh, the the title of Money in the Bank equivalent to superhero movies,
2: kind of, <laughs>
1: like, yeah, kind of,
2: because he got uh, what he wanted, but at the same time, the uh, so I meant more was, for reaction, no, no, no. for like uh, shock value. Mm.
1: So now my I thing is. So he sees Gamora at the end, baby Gamora. Now, is she supposed to be his representation of death? Because I know he was always doing it to appease death, uh, the living embodiment of death itself. I don't know if if that was it or if it's this whole megalomaniac's whole uh, balance to the universe thing now. Instead of just, I have to satisfy death and she wants half the universe dead.
2: I think that she was inside of the Soul Stone. That makes sense. That was my rep. My, that was my logic behind it, and like he was going, he was speaking to. Her, and for maybe for some reason, which I, I would like them to explain, it was her at a younger age, her like that representation of her soul, not the the older representation of her soul.
0: But I also love the fact that you know, like Star Lord single-handedly fucked the universe. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they had the glove off him. Iron Man and Spidey and all that were doing it and Star-Lord fucked it up. I love the vulnerability of that. Like just like they almost had him and one idiot or just like the vulnerability of all these guys not willing to sacrifice the their loved ones or whatever causing so many problems. Like just the vulnerability in the characters like that is amazing. That that would or even just Thanos showing emotion, having a villain not a cookie cutter like having those consequences he knows like he has to kill off his, you know, adopted daughter yeah. to enable, enable to fulfill his mission, and you see the torment in him. Like even though it's a CGI character, it was so well fucking designed that you lose sight of that, and you just the the human, just like the actor shows out even through the CGI. It was so fucking well done.
2: One thing that I I did thoroughly enjoy. 'Cause I was questioning where this particular line would be in the movie. And that was what was we heard in the first official trailer, um, if I get it right, you will know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately, yet to fail, all in the same. In the Comic-Con release trailer, it was a little different. It was, I know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet you to fail, all in the same. So I was like, that original line in that first comic-con trailer made sense because it showed the vulnerability of thanos and that is a character trope even though i've never really you know read the comics but i've done a lot of research on it and how he he is a very vulnerable character someone who always does lose who he'll win but he leaves himself an opening and will eventually lose like so he he knows what it's like to lose i was very happy that they began the movie well his first line was i know what it's like to lose to feel so desperately that you're right yet to fail nonetheless
0: at the beginning because it's was almost like his first lines, like dread it, run from. I'm like, I, I that wanted was, to that scream was... out in the theater. I wanted to scream at, have you, like, no, yeah. just, you said? Like, I just you got that. me so caked in with that line. No, nah, it's like my favorite line of all time for Marvel.
2: He said that right after that, dread it, run from it. Destiny still arrives, nonetheless. No, destiny yeah. still arrives, all the same. Yeah, so they combine uh, both of those those uh, lines from the trailer.
0: I love that they start off right, like, in the action right away. There's oh, yeah. no fucking build-up, no slow pan of spaceships or fucking, like, present day sitting there drinking their coffee. It's like, no, fight scene, go. You know what I mean? You're, like, right in the middle of the fucking action, starting off right away.
2: Yeah. the I like how it was basically a transition from Thor Ragnarok and trailer. Uh, I did have a couple questions. I don't know about you guys, like, where certain characters were. Like, where's Kulak? Like, am I assuming that Korg's dead?
1: Yeah, well, it looked like he did pretty much. Like, the Black Order probably killed just about everybody on that, uh, on Thor's ship there.
2: I wish there was at least a cameo. Like, he walks in, hey, I'm cool. <laughs> and then where is, I forget the character's name off the top of my head. He was in both Guardians movies, but he's James Gunn's brother in real life. He's the one that gets Yondu's fin.
1: Uh, yeah, he's one of the, uh, he also plays, uh, he's like the stand-in for Rocket 2.
2: Yeah, so in the actual actual movie where was this character or will this be someone who happens to show up in avengers 4 or are they going to wait and be like he'll be in event uh guardians 3 and they'll explain where he was like oh he got dropped off somewhere before the movie and then you know whatever
1: yeah oh so it's his character's name is craglin
2: craglin okay yeah
1: yeah, because I know, like, he ended up with the Finn, and then he was with them because he, you know, whistled it into, Peti- well, Drax. Yeah. Yet again, another amazing performance by Batista as Drax. It's like he found his wheelhouse <laughs> with that character. Uh,
2: You're a Maybe dude. he
1: went on another ship, you know. You're
2: or, a dude. This is a man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, he... Uh... Cause they were in the Milano when they picked up Thor, right? They weren't in uh, the other ship that they were in at the end of guardians Two. True. So, you know, they probably left him to go try and save people. Cause they are the guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Except rocket's like, Hey, we getting paid for this. It's like, "What? no, we're supposed to be good guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: here, and and talk about the infinity stone quick, because as somebody who had, like I've seen the Marvel movies, most of them, I don't, I can't recall specifics like I'll, I'll watch it, but I can't say like, oh, you know, like the stones represent this and that. Like I'm more of a layman. But even as a layman who's even missed some Marvel movies right away, I was up to speed on what these stones were, what the significant was significant was. And the fact that if he was getting them all, everybody's fucking dead. The, for them to be able to explain that so well, for even somebody who has not watched a single Marvel movie knows generally about it, could come into this movie and know exactly what's going on. For them to appease hardcore fans like Heavy and also appease generalists at the same time shows the the layer of writing, how well fucking crafted this was. And I just want to shout out to like the writers and the director being able to explain to me coming in, not that much of an expert in Marvel, to still be super invested in it and not lose sight of what was going on.
2: Directors. It was uh the director of the Russo brothers. Cool. Which fun fact with them, they were wanted to do the Ghostbuster sequel or spin-off movie that was going to contain uh Pratt, uh a couple other people I can't think of off the top of my head, but I was looking really forward to them doing that movie because the cast that, that was talked about and them was going to be amazing. Instead, they're like, well, we got to concentrate on these Infinity War movies at the time. And they're, they're going to be the directors for the second one too, the Avengers 4. So that's something to look forward to. They're they're fucking awesome. They And every movie they've done in the MCU has been top notch. Like they were the ones that, if I'm correct, did Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier is what really turned Phase 2 around because we had that little speed bump of Iron Man 3 and Thor two, which everybody was like, "Yeah, eh, this is kind of you know, whatever."
1: It's the thing with Thor Dark World is you could tell that they had just been purchased uh, by Disney, and yeah. Disney was like, "Oh, let's uh, let's try and make a epic Star Wars type movie," and then they go and buy Star Wars.
2: <laughs> but at, <laughs> like, <laughs> but at the same time, this was when they were building up what the the rest of the phase was going to be because there, there are things that are set, especially in, in Thor Dark World, that sets everything a certain way. Like, that's when you actually first hear... About the Infinity Stones. That's when Odin talks about them. And then they get expanded on bit by bit. I mean, even though there was Infinity Stones back in Phase 1, it was never said, okay, this 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 cube thing, this this Loki scepter, like, those are both, and like, contain Infinity stone. We didn't know that yet. And we didn't see, something I was going to bring up, that we didn't see how the Power Stone and the Reality Stone were obtained. But it, it sounds like it was really easy for him to do it, especially... To go into uh, the plan I was looking for earlier, Xandar, because it just came to me. Going into Xandar, Dovercore, and getting the Power Stone that way, and then uh, Nowhere with the Collector getting uh,
1: the Ether. the
0: reality stone. Yeah, Collector didn't look like he put too much of a fight up there.
1: Well, he didn't you know he got his ass kicked in uh the first guardians when they opened the stone and the chick's like you will not be my master anymore and she blows his place up it's like uh, he was probably still in recovery from that you know he was waiting for his insurance brokers to come in uh, <laughs> yeah, he's still play. fucking doing rehab from that <laughs> so, he's still fucking rehabbing <laughs>
0: the leg and thanos shows up he's like
1: fuck <laughs> off man come so, on yeah I guarantee you, he folded like a cheap suit, for sure. Yeah, Thanos is like, "Yeah, give me the stone, or you'll die." Here you go, and then he probably crushed his skull. And not to
2: me- know, so. mention, at that time, he did have the power stone and the space stone, so he was able to just get what he wanted.
0: Okay, gu- guys, I'm gonna cut it short here, but heavy set and Carpet are, good, are good, yeah, English are gonna go into overtime talking about Avengers: Infinity War because I'm dropping out here. I'm gonna give my rating. Uh, five all day, five out of five, even a six out of five. And I know I suck off fucking Nolan and his movies, but this specific movie, the way it ended, absolutely everything, acting story, 3D, shaky cam, actors, amalgamation of stuff, best villain, I think, on, in, in history. Um, And the Arlington Road ending, Uh, it's probably my favorite superhero movie of all time, beats fucking Dark Knight. So I'm going to drop off. Heavy set. carb. you keep going. But uh, yeah,
2: thanks, guys. So, <laughs> b- so one thing that I, I wanted to talk about that it sucks that – or shit, edit point. <laughs> uh, old school couldn't be here for this is I did go see it twice. And I waited till like I, I talked about, Saturday night I had a 7 o'clock ticket to go see it in, Mar- IMAX 3D managed to do a double day with a friend of mine and his wife. We went to a nice little burger spot, like almost right next to the movie theater. Great, not really doing a review for them, but it was good food and all that, so thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of it. IMAX 3D was awesome awesome only the only problem that i had with watching it it was the spacing of this particular theater it was ones with the nice recliners but they don't have the stadium seating perfect in this in the back row this the row in front of us is too close and not down far enough because there was this woman of african descent that had her hair in like this I don't know, like a torpedo bun would like it extended <laughs> yeah. up. The bitch looked like cone heads. That's the only way I could explain it. So I learned to, uh, I learned, great. I learned to look past it. But sometimes if I would notice, like there was this point, literally right hanging, like part of the, like blocking the screen. And then like, there's a part where, you know, where they're, they're in Scotland, where it actually comes up on the screen, Scotland. I couldn't see the S, the S was completely <laughs>
1: blocked off. What's, what's Kotlin? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
2: But. <laughs> like- I knew I was going to see it again because I paid money to go see it. So I was like, okay, I need, I got a movie pass to go see this now. So I got to use it on a event soon. I want to use it this weekend to help bring up the numbers. I'm like, I'm either going to go first thing Sunday or I'm going to maybe even find one right after. And as we were leaving the movie theater, we are on our way home. There's a theater literally like, t- like probably not even 10 minutes away. I think it's like three. I want to say three miles, but it might not be. It might be a little bit farther. But anyway, that's not important. It's the fact that, there was a showing about an hour difference from about the time we got home to when the movie was going to start so I was like you know what I'm going to go we're going to go see it one more time the same fucking night something I like. I've done a whole bunch of crazy things when it comes to movies Uh, this is the, the craziest and it does ironically line up to the Dark Knight i seen Dark Knight at a midnight showing and then woke up first thing in the morning to go to a different theater to watch the first showing uh for that movie so we went to go see it again I was tired as fuck and I felt like you ever get a word to where you're tired you don't don't fall asleep, but you know, your eyes are getting heavy and you're trying to oh, fight yeah. it. That's what I that's what I spent half of the movie doing. But I thoroughly Like I said, thoroughly enjoyed it both times around, and it brings me to a little rant that I want to do, and that's, if you've listened to the show, if you know me, you follow me on social media, I love Thanos, I love the Infinity Gauntlet. I bought the, or I got for a birthday present from my girlfriend, the Marvel Legends Infinity Gauntlet, and it's so beautiful, you know, everything lights up, and the fingers move, my whole goal was like, you know what, I'm gonna wear this to the movie. I think it's something awesome and like people will get a kick out of it. So I go to this particular regal theater and as I'm, they're scanning my ticket, they're like, Oh yeah, you can't bring that in. I was like, what? And I I was prepared for this. I actually asked a friend of mine who was a manager at a different theater and he's, he said that not only were they allowing him after I had talked to him, like after this all happened beforehand, he said like, no, those, that type of thing shouldn't be an issue because there is a thing here in the States where we've had a couple shootings in theaters, one in particular for Dark Knight Rises. And that has completely changed the costume culture going into movies, the cosplay, where we want to say co- the cosplay of, go- of going into theaters. But yeah, yeah, it's, I understand why they don't want you to wear masks. They don't want you to wear face paint. They don't want you to wear something that's going to cover your face. And they don't want you to bring any type of thing that looks like a weapon, whether it be real or fake. Because if you bring in a fake gun, they don't want other guests to think it's a real gun. They don't want it to actually be a real gun because they're not going to necessarily check it. And so even with Star Wars, because it's where I read a lot of articles about it. They, you know, they don't want you to bring in lightsabers and blasters because they look like nine uh, swords and guns. I get it. I totally fucking get it. And I even went, I, I tried to bring a shield, I think into um civil, civil war. war. And I think I was turned away for that. I'm like, you know what? I kind of get, kind of get it. I think, I think I tried to bring a shield. I know it was, I think I had a mask on or something I know they were just like, yeah, you, you can't wear all that in. Like you have to go back out. So i was like, fine. So, with a gauntlet being basically a big glove. I'm like, you know, this, it, it, okay, yes, it is a weapon, quote unquote, but it's not, so, it doesn't look like one. So I figured it'd be fine. Uh, Yeah. Regal was like, no, you have to, you have to take it back out to your car. Or they're like, or you can give it to our customer service. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. See, like, I don't trust them. I
1: mean, if I, if we were in a cinema here in Montreal, if I were to go to the downtown core, I don't take my car. It's, insane to take your car downtown montreal if i had brought something like that and they turned me away i would have fucking snapped so but i mean we don't have uh cinema shootings here in in canada too often uh, i think ever yeah
2: too often you know (laughs) (laughs) but uh so when we go to the second movie i was okay i if I, they had the one theater, I wonder what they'll do at Cinemark, because I'm i I'm, I'm a hardcore Cinemark guy, and I'll explain more about that in a second, but I was like, okay, let me look online to see anything like what Cinemark has down as rules, because I was able to find Regals really easy, and it didn't seem like something that was going to be a big deal, but I turned out to be wrong. Cinemark it seemed to be more of, you know, weapons and everything, because it was a lot of Star Wars stuff for them, and I asked them, because I bought my ticket, I ran home really quick, and then we, we went right back, I was like, what's your, you know, your, your policy on weapon like uh, your co- costumes and everything and they should they they showed me this one thing that they have they're like oh it can't be blah 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 i was like oh okay i'm like what a- i mean, i want to bring my infinity gauntlet in. is that okay they're like the glove I'm like yeah it's like oh no that's fine You're it <laughs> so this is another reason why i am hardcore cinemark which i know you i mean you guys don't have have cinemark i mean you guys have been to yeah. cinemark now and, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you thoroughly enjoyed it but as someone who go, like that's one of the top two chains here in the states it's them two and amc i think that are completely nationwide there's other i know there's other chains that i hear about but I think they might be a little bit more region-wise, state-wise. But there's not an AMC close to me. Like, if there, it's, I have to go to Cleveland. Like, I, I pass so many other movie theaters before I come to an AMC. Uh, so,
1: I, mean, I mean, here in Canada, we don't have... We've got Cineplex, which is uh, Odeon. It bought Famous Players, which uh, old school used to work at. Uh, but that's, you know, the only real big ones uh, in Montreal. And then we have uh, these ones called Guzo's which is only Montreal-based, from what I understand. But all over Canada, there is it, Cineplex. That's it that's your monster so
2: so here it's you know those main three i used to not really have an affiliation um i would i'd be fine with any other thing that was thrown i mean there was even a local independent type of uh chain by where i used to live and that's where i used to always go to movies and but i realized after going to regal's hardcore and some cinemarks hardcore that they were really behind the times so i start i strayed away from them and regal's It was between Regals and Centermark. I'm like, they're both great, and then they started differentiating themselves. And this is actually a really big thing for me, but it's so small. And in the long run, my favorite snack we've talked about before, icies and my favorite is a Coke icy because to me, I don't know, I don't drink pop all that often. That's the closest thing I get on a regular basis, and those are just so good. And a lot of times I've walked into Regals and I'm like, yeah, can I get a large Coke icy? Oh, our icy machine's down. Fuck off. That's that's like the only (laughs) thing I'm coming in here for for a snack, and now i'm buying nothing because your your machine is down fuck that i've i've ran into that in cinemark but it's nowhere near as much and a lot of the ones i go to have more than one they have at least two running so normally it's like they can't, if they can't go to one for a coke they'll go to a, the other one for a coke coke icy so then they've also differentiated themselves on some of their programs i'm a huge fan of these refillable cups and buckets that Cinemark has, uh, I forget. We didn't. Yeah, we we had those when we were
1: with you. Uh, right? I think or, you brought the, your sodas, but not your popcorn.
2: We didn't bring the bucket yet because yeah. I'm not a big popcorn person. But it's like oh, it's like 3.75 right now for refill on those, but, and, yeah. it, and it's all year round. So. I that's the main thing I get and their large is, is pretty big. It's their, that large that, uh, that I have is bigger than their normal large that you can get. So it, it makes it so worth it. Even with Regal Regals are really expensive. A lot of their concessions. So if I go in and want to get a large, icy, even that I isn't going to be as large as what I get at Cinemart for at least half the price.
1: Yeah. What I personally ended up doing was, uh, hitting a, it's called a VIP cinema, um, 18 plus only, which is great. And uh, it's expensive. I mean, it's 21 Canadian for the seat and then a popcorn and a drink ran me sixteen fifty, A large popcorn and a large drink, which was actually cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Um, we have uh, the Cinemax, Cineplex scene uh, thing where you can earn points uh, with movies you buy, and I've seen enough movies where I was able to afford the ticket for free, which is great for me. I was super happy about that. And then uh, these places, they actually serve you food uh, at your seat beforehand. You can order food and stuff. And I see these guys ordering pictures of beer, and I'm just looking at them and going, I couldn't drink a picture beer because I'd be I there's no moment of this movie I want to miss at all yeah and I do not understand how somebody could drink a pitcher of beer and not have to run to the bathroom at least like two three times
2: you know? yeah hell he, yeah even with I me mean, being a, a diabetic I try not to drink too much during a movie like I especially like first I try to Get rid of everything that I have before a movie, so by the time the end of the movie comes, even if I do have to pee again, it's nowhere
1: near as bad as it could be. Yeah, no, I just run during the trailers now to to get it over with. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it was a good experience because I went to a cinema that I paid for. I got kicked once, and it's because the guy was getting up to go to the bathroom. You know, so that's kind of forgivable. Uh, it just it was an entirely great experience this movie for me. So
2: yeah, you're the only and, one uh, that hasn't really give yeah. a rating yet.
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh, five out of five. No question about it. Yeah,
2: I think it's yeah, like, this is probably the first across the board perfect we've had, at least of us three on uh, the on the cast.
1: I mean, at right at this moment, it's my it's my number one. I really think though, because I have, I think Solo is going to be so good that, and really? I'm a Star Wars guy first, that it may take that spot for me personally. Uh, I mean, just Disney man. Ever since they've taken over Marvel and Star Wars. I see people's complaints about certain movies, but every, almost everything they've come out with have been great. have always been in my top five of the year if they've released under five movies that year. I mean, last year we had so many Marvel and Star Wars movies, I, I was only one of each. Yeah, so, yeah, no, um, I mean, I, I cannot wait for the next one. Uh, all the, the I'm just waiting for all the fan theories uh, of non-dick, idiot fans like some of their fun theories that they might come out with about how this is going to get resolved and you know we try to early establish that on we've never seen the nova character himself he's super powerful yeah. in the mc marvel uh universe uh we haven't seen this other other characters that are always helpful well th- they should never do century cuz nobody would understand how powerful that guy you know he's basically superman but with such a dark side that it, it destroys everything it's there's so much potential that they can use and it's just the movies have been mind blowing and it's just a question of how are they going to bring everybody back? I mean, in the comic book, I remember T'Challa didn't go and he's one of the most intelligent ones. And now he's gone. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet witch. Who's beyond powerful. Gone. All of the guardians, except for rocket gone. (laughs) Yeah. So like even that, Crazy reality stone shit where he turned Drax into stone and <laughs> yeah, Mantis into like a ribbon type stretch thing. Armstrong ribbon thing. You know, if if imagine if they had had uh, X Men at this point and Wolverine went after him in the comic books, he turned him he turned his bones to rubber. Oh, that'd be great. You know, it's just imagine like it was great but imagine also what it could have been as well if they had the x-men helping out if they had you know he destroyed professor x mentally he trapped adam warlock in a new reality to make to just get rid of him it's just it, absolute insanity is possible right now so and brolin killed it man like the mo whatever mocap is it, just the the way he spoke like the conviction in his voice about balancing the universe yeah it was and you, and unfortunately the academy will never look at this outside of Technical awards. So.
2: Yeah. But, you know, awards movies live on one way but a movie like this is going to live on in the record book and if if you if you look at the top i actually i did this recently i can't remember whether i was looking at domestic or worldwide or total of like the top grossing movies because i was curious what was the last movie from the 2000s i mean pre-2000s like in the 90s i was scrolling deep and i don't think i, I got at least in like 20s and i don't think i came across one we were hit at an age where yeah star wars was the big one titanic was the big one but all these other records are like more i don't know whether like it's not necessarily more people are going but it's they're making more money for other reasons but it's fucking nuts
1: you're talking about all-time domestic
2: i can't remember what i was looking up whether it was uh or maybe i was looking at opening weekend that's what i think i was looking up uh okay opening weekend numbers uh records because i don't think titanic and star wars were that high
1: i know in the 90s I would say Lion King and Jurassic Park. Yeah, were were huge Uh, because I remember going to see Jurassic Park, uh, doing what you did basically, but not this the same weekend. Not like oh, I went to the midnight movie. Oh, I'm going to the 10 a.m. No, that's you know. I went to a seven and then a seven again with a different group of people. I remember that being huge for Jurassic Park because it was just so mind blowing what happened at the time. But yeah, I mean, your next one in the 90s after those two is Forrest Gump that had a huge opening. Yeah. But so
2: they're buried on the list compared to all these movies now. Great. A lot of it's a different, you know uh exchange rate and all that stuff and yeah yeah just, uh, inflation, and, yeah, all inflation that stuff. and all that yeah, yeah I, I that understand shit. what you're saying but oh god it's those the these movies are going to live on in the record books and sometimes that's that speaks a lot because people will never be talking about, oh, it won Best Actor, it won this, is No, it won the most money, and there's going to be a movie that's going to beat it. Right? And it's crazy to think because, you know, this it, it beat a record not even a year old.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's it. It's like, oh, Black Panther, it's huge. Oh, Avengers Infinity War pre-sale. Oh, it already pre-sold more than the other seven movies pre-sales combined.
2: Yeah, which I think, I actually think that says more about how big Black Panther was. Because that was the biggest one. The rest, yeah, the I don't think pre-sales were that big on. But it was the the mass hysteria of Black Panther, which uh, the, a friend of mine that I went with, and me and you talked about this prior uh, prior to recording that he. <laughs> And I feel sorry for him is uh, a background story. Like I, I had mentioned, I went to the second showing and I happened to you know text a friend of mine and he was wanting to go see it again, too. So he was like, oh, you know, I don't live that far from it either. So, like, I might I might meet you there. And this is a theater where you have to buy seats ahead of time. Well, I happen to buy two seats of a three Seat open part. So there, there was one right next to us. I was like, hey, like, we have this seat available if you want it. And like we could all, we you know, we could sit together. So he, he does that. <laughs> uh, there was a guy sitting... Next to him, and like I was the first one to get to the theater, uh, to get into the actual theater itself. I think my girlfriend went to the restroom real quick, and so did uh my friend. So I was, you know, just waiting. And this dude, he seems because like I said, I brought the Infinity Gauntlet into the showing. He's like, "Oh, what's that?" I'm like, "Oh yeah. God, that sucks." But I guess throughout the whole movie, he kept asking my friends questions. And this is what he posted on Facebook, literally right after leaving the theater. Hey, dude, I love Black Panther too, but you should have probably watched the other seventeen movies before this one so you didn't have to keep asking your girlfriend and I who all these <laughs> other characters are
1: <laughs> well that's um that was my thing we were actually out for uh pause or well, I guess from all one aside is uh and uh, I there was this guy who we'd never met before. I don't know if he was dating her or whatever. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah. And blah, blah blah. I'm like, yeah, just don't go see a Marvel movie with her. He's like, why? I'm like, well, because uh, because of Iron Man three, I pretty much refuse to go to movies with her anymore because she's like, who's this? Why is that? And why does he have a metal suit on? And what's going on? And this and this and that. And I'm like, I guarantee you she hasn't seen anything else. So she'll be asking you so many goddamn questions. You're probably just going to throat punch her to get it over with. You know, it's. If you haven't seen any before, you know, old school. Kind of said it before. It's like you almost didn't have to, but no, you have to. You have to know what characters are going into this. And you know, ten year build, seventeen movies. Next year, uh, like when they had the opening scroll thing, it was like that Marvel Studios thing was like Marvel Studios, and they changed it to ten. So next year's eleven. We got Ant Man, Wasp, Captain Marvel in between. Nothing else. Which they could have easily had another movie somewhere introduced another character. But who who knows what they're gonna do? So.
2: Yeah Ant-Man and Wasp that's going to be 20 uh 21 will be Captain Marvel in 22 will be Avengers Four, so that means they'll be still short to 25 next year.
1: But then, he... well, I mean, because we're still supposed to get another Black Panther, we're supposed to get another Guardians, we're supposed to get a yeah. bunch of them. So another
2: Black Panther, another Guardians, another Doctor Strange. We don't have dates though. But I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the early stuff for Phase Four are these franchises that we've already been introduced to.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, early rumors about Spider-Man: Homecoming too. He's supposed to go to London, so we, you know, we, you know he. Has to come back,
2: <laughs> a, yeah, oh yeah, because that, that's the other uh sequel that we're waiting for is freaking Spider Man. Right now, they're calling Spider Man Homecoming 2, but I, it's just basically Spider Man 2. They're gonna have a definitely have a different name for it, but just I think that's a placeholder,
1: yeah, yeah, they have to. I mean, they still have they're they still have uh, well, let's talk about the losers there, DC, when it comes to this now. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, why do we wait planning to make a Flashpoint gone? movie? Even though, I mean, the Flashpoint storyline, comic wise, and and the cartoon that they had, amazing. And if they do, you know, 50% of what either of those did, then I'd be, uh, you know, I'll finally be impressed by another DC movie. Uh, In the meantime, though, it's these guys are just here's dates that we're trying to get him for. Like Marvel doing what they did, moving it up a week too. the week before free comic book dates. I think nobody expected that at all. I don't know if it helped it because there was nothing that was supposed to originally come out this weekend that I remember, and there's I don't even know what's coming out next week. I don't even know if anybody would risk wanting to go against this next week.
2: That's well because they were they originally had theirs supposed to come out next week. If if they would have made yeah. if they would have made any change. I think Disney could have been really ballsy but it would have been dumb at the same time bump Solo up to May 4th yes do the may the 4th be with you and have a Star Wars movie connected to it instead of a comic book movie because that's also the first weekend of May is comic book day yeah so I I, I I think another that's another reason why they switched they moved it up a week they're like well I think they're I think they're uncertain of how well Solo is gonna do like I know I'm not really looking forward to it I wish they would have sticked to the December release but that's just me and and a friend of mine who's a big Star Wars fan, uh, the one that I went to go see, Avengers Infinity War, two, uh, the second time with, he was you know, not looking forward to it. He's a huge Star Wars fan.
1: Oh, I'm definitely going because that, that's two Fridays in a row I'm going to be at the cinema because on the 18th is Deadpool 2 and then the 25th is Solo. So. And then there's nothing for weeks after that. So I might even wait another week after Solo comes out to go see it because I, I see nothing. There's a kind of cool horror looking movie called uh Hereditary, but that's you know, but that's me. So.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't really think there's anything like really good coming out. Oh uh, no, I was looking at different. The opening this week, a movie called Tully, Disobedience, The Son of Bigfoot, and then in coming weeks, uh, a Steven Tyler out, out of the, out on a limb movie, <laughs> Breaking In, Life of the Party, which is a Melissa McCarthy movie. Reve- oh, I
1: looks so terrible.
2: Yeah, Revenge, The Assassin's Code, The Escape... Beast, another kind of wedding. Which a lot of these other ones probably like not wide releases. Like let's think, looks like bigger one. I mean,
1: you know, hands down, it's going to retain number one again. I'd say maybe a forty percent drop, which is still they're going to you know close to one hundred and ninety million again probably. So yeah, the next uh, pretty
2: much the next big movie is Solo. So I think they were giving a a little Uh, bit of breathing room for Solo. Like okay, let's add another week of revenue in the positive for infinity war because maybe there's you know there, there's going to be people who are waiting for it
1: yeah well that's in your disney world but we do have another comic book movie coming out like i said in deadpool 2 on the 18th
2: oh yeah that wasn't on so, my list or it had a di- uh, I, mean, I, I mean
1: i'm using uh box office mojo to check that out i could see uh what cinema montreal says upcoming i use uh flick uh flickster yeah. Uh, May 18th. Yeah. Deadpool. 2. Yeah. I Got believe it, it. On two websites confirmed.
2: Yeah. I believe it. I don't know why it's not showing Uh-oh. on this particular because I'm in the opening soon section and that should be there. But I think if I were to switch to IMDb, is definitely going to be listed as coming out, which actually I was going to mention. I I did I somewhat mentioned on the show I was staying away from Deadpool two trailers that was successful until I watched Super Troopers two. <laughs> and they showed it uh, the second one. Like granted, I seen the teaser trailer, but a lot of these big, the bigger trailers that have come out recently I've waited for. And you know, it's like yeah hey, I have seen the first one at Super Troopers and then before Infinity War I seen the newer one where you know there's actually a Thanos reference uh, like oh you're so dark are you from the DC universe?
1: Yeah yeah no uh, yeah they take even. They even take shots. Uh, apparently, Deadpool uh, came out with the viral marketing thing. It's like his rejection letter from the Avengers. Yeah, saying, I've seen, that. I've seen know,
2: that. That was great. I think I retweeted it's,
1: that. Uh, I mean, I could see Deadpool too. Well, now because originally they're like, "Oh, it's going to be a bad opening," and now they're like, "Oh, it's going to be at least $150 million." It's like, how do you guys decide this beforehand? And then you're like, "Oh, it's going to do good now." It's it's Deadpool two. Deadpool one did amazing. No, yeah, I don't. Uh, know. I just.
2: I think Deadpool 2, I think that's another one that should have stuck with Winner just to differentiate itself from everybody else, but it's fine. I, I think it also helped a little bit of breathing room for them. So yeah, so that is the next big movie coming out, uh, Deadpool and Solo.
1: Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, just, you know, I, I think it, it goes for both of us. If you haven't seen, if you for some reason kept listening to this podcast after we s- said this is going to be spoiler full and you well, haven't seen Avengers, yeah. Uh, unless you're, adamantly anti-superhero go see avengers infinity war yeah so
2: like is there anything that i think that we missed i mean there's just so much to talk about it's,
1: yeah for these movies for this movie uh thinking of my. Head. I, i'm sure the amount of deleted scenes that are going to come out on the blu-ray as well uh who knows maybe we'll get to see the destruction of nowhere maybe we'll get to see him going after uh the other stone uh with against the nova core
2: i feel there's a line in the Comic-Con unreleased trailer that you have to find the viral footage of, or the, the cell phone footage from, and it was it sounded like it was Gamora, and she says, Death follows him like a shadow. That's who Thanos is. That was never mentioned in the movie, which I know th- trailers aren't supposed to do that. They're, yeah,
1: well, I because mean, even in the trailer, they have uh, Hulk as Hulk in running Wakanda, in yeah. Wakanda. But then in the movie, he's in the Hulkbuster scene. Well,
2: that whole scene isn't even in the, the movie. Yeah. Uh, there's also the, the Thors and Rocket Raccoon and Groot are never shown in Wakanda. I mean, that's obviously for whatever, for the reasons of they don't want to have a spoiler. They want to have it make you think there's a lot of seclusion going on of people being separated. Uh, what was another one?
1: Well, I mean, Thor did get himself a pretty bad sunburn.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> I enjoyed the... Because they always give out spoilers in their merchandise, and if you go buy a Thor figure, he had two different color eyes. So I like okay. I like that it was explained why, and they made definitely made it to where we could we can't have this patch all the time. So let's fix it and you know rock it, you know tears this eye i mean that there were so many show stealers in, in this movie uh rocket killed it too um i think dr strange and tony stark did just fucking like verbal battle and like oh Ben, i was you know i stayed off dairy until ben and jerry's named flavor after me <laughs> and then he's like yeah. uh dr strange is like a bit chalky yeah
1: i even found um cover american accent was a lot better in this movie i guess he worked on it yeah because uh he you know i it found, I found it way too campy in Doctor Strange, whereas it seemed a lot more natural in this. And uh, just all the stuff like Wong, even Wong, like the small part he had, he was, he was great. Wong it's invited just, to my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, oh, who's this? Oh, that's the bad guy. Okay, Mr. Stark. Okay, go help <laughs> this guy. All right, Mr. Stark. got you, Mr. Stark. Like, you know, oh, kid, you're out of here. What? Hey. And what is he still sticks on. <laughs> Yeah, I marked out pretty hard when I saw the Iron Spider suit because uh, the potential of it of finally bringing in the Mile Morales character uh, as the next Spider Man it, it could happen, which is which would be really good, which they would get an entire you know. Uh, hispanic culture hispanic character in avengers
2: um obviously i loved everything of thanos in this movie so happy to see him depicted so well on on the big screen there's i've heard less complaints now that we've seen the movie of people complaining about his armor but this is the way i look at it the traditional armor that you saw him wear in guardians one that was like a, a a regular king's outfit that he would wear granted he's not a king but you know it's something he's he's wearing just to show off. Off when he you see him with the helmet and everything like the beginning of the movie and the old stuff from him back uh, with Gamora, uh, little little one Gamora, which that was also another thing I love too, the fact that he called her little one all the time. Like it was a nice little pet name. Um, so he has that armor for that. Like that's his battle armor. like That's what he has to wear when he fights. But the moment he gets at least two stones, he's like, I don't need this shit anymore, especially the power stone and the space stone. He's like, yeah, I, I don't need armor anymore. Fuck this shit. So I don't, I'm getting, I'm, he actually does ditch it there in the movie and and once you get more and more stones, the more, uh, I won't say the more, but the, the less armor you need, because the stronger you are.
1: Yeah, well, even then, I mean, Thor brings Stormbringer down, puts it in his chest, and he's like, you should have for the head. And then snaps his finger. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like I said, like, I had a feeling he was going to win, because uh, I know the next one's got to come out and stuff, but just how they people just kind of turn to dust yeah um one of my things i was joking around i'm like you know my biggest complaint bucky's arm should have just dropped to the ground because it's not technically part of his body anymore i guess no, that's just true
2: but also too it should have been like there should have been things that just disappeared because okay let's say bucky does disappear for all that reasons so the arm would fall down but the person who created the arm also disappears so now that creation of that person would disappear but no, technically oh. it doesn't it wipe them from history. It just they cease to exist.
1: Yeah, because we don't know if because they didn't show if Shuri disappeared, so she may still be alive. Yeah, and she is probably. I mean, she is the most intelligent person in Wakanda in so. the world. Yeah, yeah.
2: She showed in like a minute that she was uh smarter than Bruce Banner.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's one thing I was getting. What's up with the the conf- conflict with the Hulk not wanting to come out? I think
2: it's because he got his ass whipped. Yeah, it could be. Like he he has never been beaten that bad, and I think that shows that showed Hulk's vulnerable side of like, hey, I could lose, I could you know, I could get beat just as well as everybody else. So he's scared now. So that could be a thing, depending on how the storyline of Avengers four of how is Hulk
1: going to come out of this? Yeah, he's like, come on now, buddy, I need you now. No, yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all in all, a great, great movie. And uh, there's just, we could probably do this for three hours, but I don't have three hours. So. Yeah, same,
2: same here. Uh, any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go?
1: I just uh, Well, plugs, All uh, Beer Inside uh, episode 25 will come out. Uh, as for me, All Beer Inside, everything at Killer Diem and StateWars.com. I'm always looking for new members. And uh, I already mentioned it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you don't like superheroes movies, give it a shot. Maybe you would like it. It was a good mix of everything, and you know what's awesome? Bad guys win.
2: Yeah. And, of course, you have me with Wrestling Cheers. Check it out. Not much more. I can explain about it. I like everybody else here. Great movie. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly pleased. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and... I now start the countdown to Avengers 4.
1: Think they'll uh, move it up a week again like they did this one?
2: I don't know, because that, I think, had to do with more of the conflict of the other movies coming out and it being May 4th. So we might be actually waiting longer than a year for the next movie, just by a week, but still. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, right now it's slated for May 3rd. So, So, yep.
2: All right. And uh, this has been Heavy Set. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Peace out, folks.
0: time I knew him, he only ever had one goal.
1: To wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the infinity stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Just like that.
2: Tell me his name again.
1: Thanos. You got one advantage, he's coming to us.
2: We have what Thanos wants, so that's what we use.
0: Let's talk about this plan of yours. I think it's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan and that way it might be really good. Wow. When I'm done, half of humanity will still exist.
2: Ah! Perfectly balanced,
0: as all things should be.
1: I hope they remember you.
0: I'm Peter, by the way. Thoughts are Strange. Oh, I'm using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man.